It's the TX Water Polo Podcast. I'm James Smith in Austin. That's Joe Linehan in San Antonio, Texas. And um, we're back. High school season is here. But first of all, both of us were at JO's. We both had equally busy schedules. I'm totally joking about that. It's not even true. Um, I coached one team. You coached a tiny bit and then organized everything else. But have you recovered, Joe, from the biggest water polo tournament in the world, at least the part of it that was held in Dallas, Texas? I mean, the session three was a small part of the biggest water polo tournament, but uh, yeah, I had like I I have recovered, and there's plenty more to. I mean, it's 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 not even really recovering. We went right into high school season on no on August first. So, but um, but overall, you know, I, I thought the session three was better than last year. I do too. Um, and I say better because I think everything went a little bit more smoothly. <coughs> Excuse me. That uh, and um, and like the pools were nice. Um, the hosts were great, uh, like a little shout out to all the local hosts they did a fabulous job. Um, and I think the teams really, uh, like the teams that were there really appreciated the opportunity. Um, the four day competitions. Yeah, it was great. I thought it was great sportsmanship through and through. Um, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but overall, um, like, I think it was a, a better product. Yeah. Than last year. And I'm looking forward to doing it again next year. I didn't get to see the the quantity of games you did. It, it was bad because my 1800 girls were playing at Garland, which parenthetically I spoke with somebody at a fair a high figure at USA Water Polo. It wasn't Joe, by the way, who said that Garland was one of the best pools he's ever seen. And so I've actually never been to Garland before, but I heard it was really great from my coaches and from the athletes as well. Uh, yeah, Garland but, was the primary pool this year, and and it was the primary pool for a reason. Yeah, it's. It has a lot of deck space. The stands are great. The lighting's great. Um, the air quality and pool is great. Ooh, um, that's big. And the person that runs the pools incredible. His name's Phil Wiggins. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's 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 a bit of a it's kind of on the northeast side of things up there in DFW, yeah. but it's definitely worth it. Yeah, getting up there. Yeah, I coached a couple games with the eighteen hundred girls up there. And of course, we were there all day on uh, on Sunday for, right. for the championships. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, and look good on uh, on YouTube as well. You know that 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 makes a difference. Um, but I, it turned out that I um, all of my eighteen girls games and sixteen boys games were either literally at the same time or like you know one hour offset. So I could I didn't have time to actually make it over to either there or up to Justin where they were playing. So, and both, again, all of them were good. West, I was at Westside the whole time, which was, was stunning, except for our first couple of games at South Lake Carroll, which is, uh, it's just like trudging on old territory, man. You know, we know all of these pools very well, and it all, it all went off, as far as I could tell, really well. Like, uh, I mean, we can talk personally about, like, my team did went five and four. I was reasonably pleased with it, but everybody knows it's like, wow, we could have played a lot better and won a couple of games that we didn't and so on. But altogether, it was a very good experience for our kids. Oh, no. And I think we had what about, about, about 65 total teams from, yeah, from Texas that played there. Um, that's, and that's not counting the teams that were going out to session one, session two. Right. Um, so up and down the line, there were Texas teams all over the place playing, so yeah, I mean, I was I had to help coach with the 18 new girls for the Alamo kind of area team. That was I was just a last minute sub there. Um, yeah, sure. And uh, I had to help out. My wife actually coached our 10 and under team. I saw her with her so assistant the, coach. And, and 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 I was the assistant coach. 
And right. I, I heard McCoy was, was on Daddy Duty as well. Right. No, McCoy was on the roster. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. So, didn't contribute um, but, at all, though. That's my understanding. No, no, we didn't. But they did go 6-0 and for the first three days. And, oh, then they lost in, and then they lost in a shootout in the semifinals. <laughs> and then they lost in the third-place game. Oh. So my wife was very, very bummed a little bit. But yeah. uh, so, so, so she had to do some child psychology. I had to do some wife psychology. So, oh, yeah. Good for you. And um, – but, but of course, you know, with the USA water polo hat, there's there was there was lots to do. A, a lot of people had 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 wonderful things to say about the competitions, but you know, but it's just it's it's just seeing the kids getting to play, to seeing the kids getting to play teams that are about their same level. Obviously, the first day is uh, is just like the session one, session two. You play after your first day, then you're in like a grouping of of, of like the similar kind of kind of level teams. Yep. And I think up and down the line. It was very good games for 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 everybody that that participated. I was just very happy that I had seven teams there. Nice work from San Antonio. Nice work, and all of them won. I think at least three games. So you know, there was a couple that won five, and you know, it's just it's in and 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 I'd forgotten about you know the uh, the, the the logistics aspect of the multiple teams at JOs. Yeah. <laughs> And then on top of on top of, of of the whole like all the other stuff that goes into it, but you know it. I mean, it's a ton of stuff. You know, you like you get the group meets, you get the twitters, and um, and you know you just get the over communication out there. And it is difficult to have kids play on multiple rosters. Yes. Um, you know, so that that was always kind of like a challenge. But that's the same thing as the session one and, uh, and the session two, and. As far as the USA water polo stuff is concerned, this is this is something that we want to bring back to Texas and do it again next year. So, I mean, this is this is this is not just yes, it kind of grew out of COVID as a necessity, but I think it's now it's uh now it's now it's giving us it's giving a JO experience to everybody that wants a JO experience. Well, yeah, certainly a a junior Olympic experience to those who. And I spoke with a bunch of coaches from outside of Texas who were more than pleased to come to Dallas. And that's for reasons of cost. It's for reasons of, you know, the, the qualifiers were different and so on. So there's demand for it. And it's why, you know, that's a running discussion among coaches there about what's going to happen with the third session. And, you know, you, again, are going to know more than the most of us. But my speculation is that, that it is, it, it's gone over well, like all things considered. The, it's like you said. It's how does the tournament go from a sort of technical perspective? And everything that I saw was pretty good. I mean, games were behind, that kind of stuff. It happens every tournament. We all know that. But all the sportsmanship was good. Access was good. You know, all of that stuff was uh, as excellent as far as I could tell. Oh, yeah. And uh, and the goal right now is is to bring it back again okay. in yeah, in 2023 good. Um, to build off of this. Um I'm kind of curious to see how many teams from Texas are going to want to go out to session one and session two because it's in Southern California yep, we as might. opposed to Northern California. Yep. And, and it's, and it's because there were some parents from the club that I helped kind of, kind of coach here in, in San Antonio. They were asking about it for next year. And I go, well, I like, I, I go, I think our goal is, you know, kind of take a look at our teams and people that I think would have a good experience out at session one, session two, we might bring two or three teams out to session one, session two, if we qualify. Right. And but then you know our goal would be to to send the same amount of teams that we did this year to session three. Right. So and then the other thing is to get 
you know, a lot of the teams that this this was this this session three was still new to a big segment of the water polo community. Yeah. For for example, California never had a session three before this year. Right. Okay. And they may not. And I and, and, and I do think that we're going to get a huge kind of influx of California teams kind of next year that may not want to have to deal with the qualifier and may just want to go straight out to a session one session, or they may not completely yeah, want to go to session one. They might just want to be able to go straight to session three. Right. Um, it just wasn't kind of logistically possible this year. So this is going to get like uh, people a longer runway to be able to plan and make it work. And I think we're going to have over 200 teams next year. Yeah, that makes sense. And then maybe 250 teams the year after that. And that, and so in my hope for all the Southwest zone is this year we had 16 teams go to us about about 70 teams go to uh to north texas so so that's a total of like about 80 plus teams i'm hoping we have 100 plus teams from the zone go next year Mm -hmm. and we have the same amount going to session three but we have a lot more teams that are trying to go to session one session two right so there's a place for everybody a place for all teams to go play and compete at what level they want to go uh, do it at. So. Well, look, I can tell you the experience with our families, which was when we were talk- talking about JOs, our first thing was we're going to try to qualify to go to California. And then, and that, or, or uh, actually I should back up. I had assumed my parents would prefer to stay in Dallas. The parents got back to me and was like, no, we don't want to go to Dallas. We, as in the meaning the parents, want to go have a good time in California. And of course that means then we would compete there as well. And then they started looking into the prices and it was just such that they were like, no, I think we're going to actually prefer to stay in Dallas. So I think you're right about SoCal being a little more available, I guess, to a certain set of families. And so that's going to be our goal. That's for sure. But if, uh, if it turns out that we want to prefer to go to uh, session three, I'm totally cool with that. I was so much, it was such a good experience. I had, I had, I don't know how many of my players had been in practicing for no more than than two months, three months. So for them, this was a phenomenal experience. Of course they struggled, but that's, to be expected they played competition from all over the country and that's something you just can't get at other tournaments so i'm stoked it was it worked out very well oh by the way um first time ever won our final game on a penalty with zero seconds left a old-fashioned dead time penalty Uh, did they make everybody go to their benches and stuff yeah they did i actually was only the shooter and the goalie only the shooter and the goalie it was it was just like uh yeah it's like a shoot okay corral kind of stuff and uh, shout out to my boy Riley. He 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 uh, nailed it. So, final game win. Very exciting tournament, and I'm um, looking forward to the next one next year. And one thing for 2023 that's going to be so much different for all the clubs in Texas than in 2022 is there's no there's no true high school season in the spring. Right. So teams are getting ready now for next summer. But they're instead of gearing up after high school season and trying to get it all kind of ready to go in like in May. May, yep. Now people can start kind of working on it now, and they can work on their teams and they're practicing as their JO team consistently from the February after after high school swim season is done until JOs. Completely. So that'll be a much different kind of 
year and season. And I'm looking forward to that. And for everybody that's listening, we are putting together our 2023 calendar for the Southwest Zone now. Going to get it out to everybody soon. Wonderful. Hey, really quickly, Joe, I know we're going to come back in a moment about high school. It is, it is notable that, um, it, and I experienced this with my club in particular, the focus on what we'll just broadly call middle school athletes is, has, is night and day compared to last year or in years past. Um, I have more people, I have more interest. I'm, I just can't, it's really another way of saying I'm so stoked for this fall for young athletes because um, we're, we're going to talk high school. It's, that's fantastic. UIL first year, et cetera, et cetera. But I really think that this is going to be a boost to those teams like mine who are, have been trying to grow and have now found all of these young athletes who are interested. I'm, I'm so excited about it. Well, uh, and I just think that's a byproduct of a lot of different things, but it's a huge byproduct of just water polo being adopted by, but yeah, just by the Correct. UIL and giving Absolutely. it a lot more validity a lot more access, a lot more publicity. But let's talk high school here after the break. Let's do that. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Tony Azevedo, five-time Olympian. Uh, You're listening to the TX Water Polo Podcast. It's James and Joe. We're back. TX Water Polo Podcast. Uh, High school season is here. Like, I... You know, we say those kinds of things like, hey, the high school season is here. And then you think, well, they haven't really started. Oh, yes, they have. There's been games already, right? I mean, uh, there have not been in the West region, or sorry, in the Austin area, as far as I know. But there have in San Antonio and elsewhere up in Dallas, I believe. What's What's been going on so far? I think there's been games go over in, yeah, over in, in Houston as well. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, people start, I mean, again, people could start, for those that, that don't know, people could start practicing on, on Monday, kind of August 1st. Then they get start scrimmages on Friday, August fifth, and I believe that there's a lot of scrimmages that that, that were being played, may, probably mainly in Houston and Dallas. Mm-hmm. And then um, games could start this past Monday, August eighth, and I believe that there were some games around the state on Tuesday, August ninth. So Highland Park, right? And I yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Um, and 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 kind of one game I know for sure that that Highland Park played their first ever high school water polo games against Hebron High School yeah. in North Texas. Cool. Very, very cool. And that was uh, that was Chris Cullen. And from what I gather, the girls game, the first game up there ever, it went into overtime. Oh, gosh. So that's just go. the way you want to start it. And uh, was it? Oh, but I mean, this is this is this is just a start. And um, I've been working with a lot of kind of newer schools and they're all excited. People are excited just to play. And I'm just I mean, it's it's going to be fun to see different schools play different people that they're not normally playing. Precisely. Right? So, for example, in San Antonio, you have the north side teams that haven't really played kind of outside their district for a number of years. Now, this upcoming weekend, they're playing different teams from around the state yep. and around the area and around the region. So it's just opening it up a little bit, opening it, it up a little bit. And it's just it's just it's 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 those baby steps that are going to be huge, huge. I think the Hebron High School is going down to Waco for a tournament this upcoming weekend. Yeah, that's awesome. So, I mean, and that's just great for kind of Waco. I don't think Waco's ever hosted a tournament with a North Texas team that came down. I think so, they have a bit, I think they did with um oh gosh I forgot which team but it but not very many at the, if 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 any then it's only been one or two teams that's it so this is a big deal for that region absolutely Yeah I mean and then um I mean and then I think there's a San Antonio team that's trying to go over to the Ben Garcia Mem- yeah, yeah Memorial tournament 
and later in August. So this is this is this is just you know we're getting bigger, but everybody's going to be is going to be a lot more familiar with each other. I think. Yeah. Well, I think I've been telling people at JOS. I think this season is going to be. Uh, let's just put it euphemistically uh, interesting because. There's no way that you can just kick off something like this, no matter how experienced you are as a club program, as a, as a club sport, and not run into some hurdles. And we've already seen that in the Austin area. And I think that's totally fine. Totally fine. I think we're going to have to sort of muddle our way through this season. It's going to be fantastic. And then by next year, we'll sort of know how this operates even better than before. And these new teams will no longer be new. It's going to be – I'm absolutely fascinated by this season. I really am. I'm refereeing in San Antonio this weekend, so I'm going to be, you know, at, from a distance as part of the high school you know, program in the state. But I, I cannot wait to see how this actually plays out, good and bad. It's going to be, it's going to be super interesting. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I mean, and yeah, there's going to be some challenges. And I think that people are going to step up to the challenge and find, uh, and, yeah, and find solutions. But again, I, like as you alluded to, I am looking forward to 2023 to where, you know, as soon as this high school season is done, people are going to start scheduling for next year. hundred percent. As yep. opposed to waiting till, you know, the April, maybe because <laughs> of just because of the logistics of, of like kind of, kind of everything. People are going to start August. scheduling now yeah. for next year. And, you know, and teams that may only get to play 12 to 12 to 15 games this year, they're going to hopefully play a full slate in 20, yeah, like like in 2023. They just simply may not have known how to do it. Right. Absolutely. You right. know, um, and they're going to get out there and there might be a school district where there's only kind of kind of one or two teams playing and kind of hopefully uh, next year there's four or five teams playing or there's a whole school, a whole school district that's not. Yeah, that's not playing right now, but they're gearing up and they're playing kind of each other in a non in a non UIL games, but they're, but they're going to gear up and add in 2023 or 2024. Right. This is very exciting. Yeah. To me, I'm just, this is, this is, this is going to be great up and down the line. It's a bit, it's a bit wild west. So there's some excitement to it. That's for sure. Um, Oh yeah. But I mean, and it's going to be like that. We have a ton of new officials on the pool deck. Right. So if you, so parents, if you're listening to this, yes, you're going to have a lot of familiar faces that are going to be uh, officiating against, but you have a lot of new people, but we need all the new people on the pool deck officiating. So don't get, I go, be patient, please kind of a little bit. Okay. It's one of those things where there's going to be lots and lots of new water polo in the water. There's also going to be some new officials on the pool deck. We got to let them breathe a little bit and get, yeah. And get, yeah. And get some experience because this is, we're just scratching the surface. This is just the beginning. Right. We're going to have a lot more water pool being played in 23 and beyond, and we need officials, officials, officials. Yep. Um, You were part of the, or at least affiliated with the USA Water Polo Push uh, that took place on August 1st. There was a big publicity push for UIL Water Polo. What was was the idea behind that, and how did that go? Well, that was, I mean, I'm going to give a shout-out to Greg Meskel with the home office at USA Water Polo. He came up with this idea and was – communicating we we've been communicating since uh january with a lot of different kind of media kind of outlets out there um and just trying to just kind of kind of coordinate with local practices and people that and the local media but also just doing a huge on on our social media just like you know it, it had been for the previous two weeks jo's every day yeah all day yep on monday august 1st it was Texas UIL water pole all day, every minute 
from 12.01 a.m. when when Cypress Creek oh, like kind of high school and yeah and coach Jeff Chandler had midnight madness. Oh, did they do that? That's so great. And they and they that was that was incredible. And they even had some news people kind of out there covering what it. What a good idea. So um but yeah, I mean it was huge. I mean, we had stories from um like the valley down in the Rio Grande Valley it, like I, I was even on the pool deck kind of kind of doing some of the interviews and kind of getting some shots and getting some pictures from from San Antonio to Waco to Round Rock to North Texas throughout North Texas and all over Houston as well. Like, I mean, we even had because we had a lot of our communication staff that was already in North Texas for J.O. Session 3, a lot of them stayed at least an extra day to go down to Waco and mm travel uh kind of north texas to kind of kind of hit a bit houston was a little bit too far away sorry about that guys yeah but um but i, I was they down I, I was back and i was back down in yeah like like in san antonio like i even think at Alma heights there was two different news crews kind of came out to, oh, to watch some practices yeah. so i mean it was just it was just a big push and i think it's continuing too there's a lot of schools that out there that are doing a huge social media push because of this and please keep it up please keep it up we are going to try to keep pushing it out um and it's just this is again this is just the beginning hey, joe do you know what just you know what i haven't heard this is i think this is i think it's somewhat predictable to be honest but still haven't heard it is this is conflicting with swim season is don't you think that's amazing i mean maybe you've heard something different but this all of a sudden you know, when three, five years ago, everybody was, well, we don't want to overlap with swim season. And now here we are, and we're starting this first season. I haven't heard that complaint a single time. I've heard somebody observe it. That was it. It was like, well, doesn't this overlap? And I'm like, well, maybe, maybe not. But uh, it, that has resolved itself as far as I can see. Now, maybe I'm wrong about that, but that's definitely the impression I get. I mean, there, there, yeah, there's still going to be some hoops to jump through here in September once, you know, school starts and swim season uh, actually kicks off. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, again, when people brought that up to me before, it's, that is a logistical challenge. It is. That, and that, and that's it. You can figure it out with scheduling. Yes. And it's just, you have to sit down and want to figure it out. And I think most of the people out there have figured it out. And or they're gone or they're or they're going through and trying to figure it out. And that'll be one of the things that people change kind of kind of for the better in 2023 and beyond. Yeah. But like it's yeah, it's one of those things where both are both can not only grow and prosper, but, you know, water polo can help swimming. Swimming can help water polo. We all know it. So. Absolutely right. I, it was just something I noted, you know, we were because we talked about just how exciting the season is. And we and you and I have been involved, you know, you more than me. But uh uh, just hearing the obstacles and the reasons why this wouldn't work and all of that kind of stuff. And then boom, all of a sudden here we are. And one of those things just, just seems to have very conveniently disappeared. Just an observation. That's all. So um, it, great news, all things considered. Um, anything else we want to cover on the high school level before we move no, on? Just, just for next week, I think we're going to be doing a little bit. Not necessarily a season preview, but go over like some early results and talk about some some of the standout teams in all the different areas and regions and then we're gonna, and then and then i know that james is going to put together some players of the week oh, and we're going to be getting into that here later in august <laughs> and uh and then we'll be doing the rankings just like we've done before in previous high school seasons so get ready everybody yeah 
might not be as regular as it was before, but still, we'll get. And 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 we need to reach out to coaches as well. It'd be good to talk to people, especially those who are new and trying to figure this out. It's going to be a very exciting fall, all things considered. But I think that's it, Joe. So thanks a lot. Hey, thanks, James. That's it. Thanks for listening and telling a friend about the TX Water Polo Podcast and the Total Water Polo Podcast. If you want to support us, um, just listen. There's no more donations. We're not taking them. So we thank all of you who have done so in the past. And with that, until next time, so long from Austin. This has been a production of TWP Sports, LLC.